92.7 WMAY. Springfield's News and Talk. Well, good afternoon and welcome to the program. We're a little less than three weeks away from the next election, but ah, we're bored with that one. We're looking ahead to the election after that. We wanted to get an update on the race for Springfield mayor. Of course, we had Mayor Jim Langfelder in a couple of weeks ago. So this afternoon, we're talking to his challenger, the city treasurer for Springfield, candidate for mayor, Misty Busher. Misty, welcome. Great to have you back in studio. Good afternoon, Jim. It's great to be here with you. Well, give us a little update on the campaign trail. How's it going? What, what are you out there doing and what are you hearing out there? So I say that I'm hair on fire every night. We have something going on, and like this Saturday, there are four events in the evening, and it's uh, very busy, but very good. That means that, A, our community is back to doing things the way things used to be pre-COVID, right, where we're getting together and seeing each other, so that's always a good thing. All the non-for-profits are trying to catch up and have their fundraisers that they missed out on during that time, so that's also a good thing for the non-profits. Um, and knocking on doors on the weekends during the daytime, not in the evening hours, of course, and uh, talking to constituents and, and seeing what their concerns are. It's very busy. Uh, just a little bit of inside baseball. When you talk about all the events you're going to, are you like finding events and saying, hey, I want to I want to come out and be in your event? Or are they actually calling you up and saying, hey, please come and, and be a part of our event? Well, they all send you an invitation because they want you to write a check. Oh, sure. Okay. That, make, that makes sense. <laughs> it's a donation. So yeah, they want the money. <laughs> but, but you know, you're getting out there and you're meeting people. What are you hearing out there when you're knocking on doors or meeting people at these events? So it depends upon where I'm at in town, what I hear. If I'm knocking on the far west end of town, Lenhart Road is a, a giant concern for those citizens out there, um, the dangerousness of it, and uh, the wintertime especially. If I'm in Enos Park, the people over there are concerned about uh, crime and the homeless population and the growth of that over there right now. If I'm on the north end of town, they're concerned about all of the potholes on their air, in their area of town. So it really just depends upon where I'm knocking on doors and the constituents are caring about what's going on in their neighborhood. I want to come back to a couple of those issues. I want to start, though, with the one that is obviously uh, big in the news this week week and still unresolved, that's the Wyndham City Center. I know yes. you were there for that marathon meeting a couple of nights ago yes. where the alderman once again voted down this uh, this effort for a zoning change to turn at least part of that building into apartments. Just kind of curious, where, where would you stand on that if you had a vote in it right now and, and what do you think we ought to be doing with the Wyndham? So I want the Wyndham to stay as a hotel. I will be very upfront with you about that. I am not opposed to downtown housing. I do believe we need downtown housing, but we have enough vacant buildings downtown to do that in, in order to have a hotel and housing, both. I think our downtown businesses have really taken a hit. Uh, clearly, COVID created some issues for them, being closed and not having folks downtown working. And then we have folks, really, I think our whole... Uh, world has changed how people work. People are going to work from home a little bit more in a hybrid environment. So our downtown businesses are going to see less workers downtown. So we really need to help them out by having the hotel and housing as well. Does the city have a role in, in trying to help that hotel be viable? They're saying, you know, it needs it needs tens of millions of dollars worth of work, getting financing difficult, finding a, the, the flag, the big name, brand name flag over it is a real challenge there. Uh, and the owner has kind of said, you know, I don't I don't think I can I can do this as a just a, a hotel in the current climate. D does the city have a role to play in trying to make that a viable hotel-only concern? We definitely have a role to play in any any business in town, I believe. We are the salespeople for the community. Um, it starts with us at the city of Springfield. So we need to be out assisting that hotel owner and talking to hotel chains, other hotel owners, and doing what we can to help him make that hotel a success. Does that include a financial commitment to uh, help with that? Um, I, I do not know that 
that is necessarily what we should do because I don't know the options that are out there for other buyers and or other chains. So I would say that would be a little bit putting the cart before the horse. Also on the issue of downtown, there's a, a pending ordinance or resolution expressing support for a downtown casino. What do you think about that idea? I don't like it. Really? Yes, I'm not a fan of a casino downtown. Why not? I think, going back to what I just said, our downtown businesses have had big of enough a hit. Uh, any community that you go to or I go to that I see a casino in, if it isn't in a large enough space where you can have an amphitheater and concerts and other types of activities, I don't think that it gets the attention it needs as far as maintenance for years to come. And I think our downtown would benefit in other ways from other things going down there. You don't think it would just draw more people into downtown to support some of those other businesses? and things? Initially, but what happens in five years, three years, five years? Yeah. I'm, I'm looking... I want to leave the community a better place than where I found it, and that doesn't mean the glory just right now. It means looking forward 5, 10, 20 years. What is the plan, and how are we going to make that happen? Would you support a casino in another part of town where there's more room for the sorts of amenities you're talking about? I think that would be the only way we would be able to look at a casino. It would be with there for an amphitheater where there would be concerts and other things to attract people to our community as a whole. Um, I do think that the six, I not think I know, the six communities that got casino licenses lobbied and worked for that for years. It's not just something that happens overnight. So this is a, a long conversation. And again, what's the plan? What's the five-year plan, 10-year plan? What's the plan down the road? Do you envision yourself doing that kind of lobbying effort, working to get something like that? Or is it just not something that you see as a, a priority for Springfield? So if I'm going to lobby uh, our governor and or our legislators, there are some other issues that I would like to see before that as my own personal likes. Such as? Such as I would love to see a hotel inside the fairgrounds. Hotel inside the fairgrounds. Uh -huh. Interesting. Yes. Um, what other changes at the fairgrounds would you would you push for? I mean, they've talked about doing a casino or at least doing slots or something, maybe a sports book out there. I've heard that idea floated. Are, are those things you would push for? Well, the first thing I want to do is compliment our current administration that's in putting money into our fairgrounds. The administration that's there right now with uh, the governor, they have committed funds to the fairgrounds, and I think that's a fabulous thing, and I'm thankful they're improving our fairgrounds, so I want to give a shout-out to them for that, and that is our our governor, current governor, and lieutenant governor, um, and then the legislators that are in place there. The hotel, the reason I like the idea of the hotel is I think it would bring other events to our fairgrounds when people can walk to and from their events, stay right there on the property. It would definitely help the other north end areas. I live out north. I've lived out north for almost 30 years, and that area has had a lot of businesses close up and go away, so that would help stimulate that area as well. Other things coming to the north end of town to use that, that fairgrounds. Um, I'm sure you've attended a wedding out there. I know I have attended many weddings out there. How great would it be for the wedding party to stay out there yeah. and hang out there? So I just think there's things that we could do out there to help. Our fairgrounds is great. I love our fairgrounds. And how many communities in Springfield, or I'm sorry, in Illinois have that? We need to catapult on that and use it a little bit more. Uh, kind of related on the issue of the casino is just the fact that Springfield has more video ga gambling terminals than any mm -hmm. other city in the state. Do we have too much of that? Should that be restricted in some way? A friend of mine that uh, lives in Champaign, they, she told me they call us Spring Vegas, just so you know. That's what we're known as in Champaign as Spring Vegas because of our terminals. So what we need to think about is the city of Springfield has approved those gaming licenses, right? And we have approved people investing 
putting their money into those businesses. Mm -hmm. So if we have a casino, what are we doing to those people we've just given those gaming license to over the years and their businesses? We have to be cognizant of our current business owners and what we're doing to them. Well, and, and the mayor has said the downtown casino should focus more on table games and sports betting, not uh, not video gaming. But in general, do we have too much video? Is, is it a bad thing to be thought of as Spring Vegas? Uh, well, we're there, so it doesn't matter if it's good or bad. We're there. We're already there. I'm not somebody who looks backwards. I only look forwards. Um, and I, I do talk to business owners all the time, and I talked to a small business owner that has a gaming facility the other day, and one of the things he said was he gets a lot of elderly people who like to come in and game. They don't want to go to a bar and hang out in a bar where there's you know loud music and or games going on uh, as far as sports games. They just like the quietness of the gaming parlor. So... I do think that there is a clientele that they are serving for sure, or they wouldn't be open. One more question on vices, and then we'll get to some of the other issues that you've raised. Uh, we've got a pending issue about the zoning rules for craft grow cannabis operations. Mm -hmm. We have at least one business that wants to locate in an industrial zoned area, but the current rules say that if you, you, you can't be more than like 200 or 500 feet away from a school or a house, you know, residential area, things like that. I said, that's just, you know, that, that's just too too, uh, too restrictive. Uh, this is an industrial area. You can put almost anything else in there and it's fine, but you can't put a craft grow operation where they're growing marijuana plants behind closed locked doors. Should we loosen those rules to make it easier for those sorts of businesses to locate here? I have not had anyone show me the areas that is okay to put them in. So with the city of Springfield, how many spaces are there that you can have one? Are there 15 spaces? Are there five spaces? I think we need to look at where they can be before we look at loosening the rules because maybe we just need to look at putting them in a different area. Well, what the one business says is we, we can't go anywhere right now because any place that's zoned industrial, uh, even though it's it's enough of a setback for away from ho houses and churches and schools for any other industrial business, the rules are more restrictive for craft growth, so we can't go. And they said we can't go anywhere in the city because it's all too close to those things, even though other businesses could go in there. So I do know, like with the old Alice, what you and I know is Alice Chambers right. area, there is a daycare there because I know people who use that daycare. Yeah. So you're correct, there is there. Um, I know that we do have some industrial area out off Toronto Road. I'd have to see there is a daycare out in that area as well. I'd have to see the distance for that. And then we have an industrial area out north here, not far from you. I think we need to look at what's how, how close the houses are there. I would need to speak to and I'm not going to say any names, but a realtor to yeah. find out what areas that would... Um, you might know one or two. I might know one or two, but um, but that would encompass that before we would look at loosening the rules because I really do respect our school districts, our daycares, and people that live in houses. You know, you and your wife may not want it right by your house either, so I respect that. Misty Bushers here, candidate for mayor of Springfield. Uh, you mentioned in talking uh, to people in the community a couple of issues that come up uh, frequently, infrastructure being one of them and various uh, road projects there. Uh, so what What's the strategy for that? How do we either do a better job of prioritizing projects or finding more money to put into these infrastructure projects? I just think that maybe we just need to do a better job of main watching the maintenance of the roads itself. I know our public works department is spread pretty thin, and uh, it's a very good department, and there's very good people who work in that department. So maybe just making a better effort at where these potholes are, because as you and I know, they can pretty much appear overnight. It doesn't take long. And then if that citizen who's driving down that road drives down that road Monday through Friday this week, they think it's been there a week where our people maybe aren't driving down the road so often. So maybe it's just a maintenance check more often. I don't believe that it's a funding issue. I know how much money is in our 
our area for that being the treasurer. I think it's more of us just being cognizant of what needs the attention. Uh, crime uh, in Springfield, uh, what what would, because my impression of Springfield, it's, we're not a dangerous community. We certainly do have uh, criminal acts that take place. Any community this size would. I don't really see it as a dangerous community, but you are hearing concerns about it, obviously. Mm-hmm. So what what's your strategy to alleviate those concerns? I think the citizens that are sharing their concerns with me are experiencing new waves of crime. It's not that crime wasn't here and will never be here. If there are humans, there's going to be crime, right? That's just going to be a, a factor. Uh, but I think that the citizens I'm hearing it from are seeing new crime in their area, which is concerning to them. So I think... Um, more of a police presence as far as NPOs, which I know we have a handful of neighborhood police officers, but more of those neighborhood crime watch areas, more uh, enforcing some more of that and encouraging more of that with neighborhood areas um, because the neighbors are the people who can kind of scare some of that away. And maybe um, I know we have a an, a grant that helps homeowners with, with some of their water issues in their basements. Maybe we have a grant for just motion detector lights, something that we could assist people where they would have just more safety. If, if a criminal is wandering around the house and a motion sensor goes off, it might be enough to deter them to walk away because, you know, everybody's got cameras on their houses now too. So, Misty Busher, candidate for mayor of Springfield. Where do people go to learn more about your uh, candidacy? Uh, currently, they can go to my Facebook page. It's Misty for Springfield, and um, uh, everything will be out there right now. She is not on the ballot in November, but will be in the spring, so get ready for that. Speaking of November, y- you want to say who you're supporting for governor of Illinois? Um, I have learned a very valuable lesson, and my good friend Ed Mahoney, who is living in North Carolina now, told me the worst thing you can ever do is answer any person you're going to vote for other than yourself. So that is what I'm going to tell you. <laughs>